music you want, and they'll play whatever kind of music they want to play. So uh, we're going to start off the show tonight with one of Chicago's best, folks. A little up to the stage music for Molly Meacham, everybody. This is what happens when you teach Greek mythology to 150 freshmen. It's called Daphne Prayer. Sunlight stalked her footprints in warm, wet sand. Waves did not wash them shallow fast enough. She could not chase her shadow fast enough into dusk. The mythmakers were wrong. She did not fly from him for lack of love. His touch might make her skin soft wax, but she knew the ephemeral nature of his divine eternal. 200 years, a blink in immortality, before he spit soured prophecies into ex-lovers' mouths. Her fair shoulders flushed, blistered, peeled. She planted herself, buried her heart at her feet by a bed of tiger lilies and snapdragons. There, where the tendrils of her hair dipped into the river's mouth, she consumed her heart through her heels, like Narcissus drank his lover through his eyes. Herself pitiless prayers preserved a splintered stem, planted her devotions there. Her reaching leaves snapped off and perched victorious on his brow. Molly. Molly Meacham, everyone. Ooh, that was a good start. It's a good start, folks. Sometimes it starts out good and stays good all through the evening. Sometimes it starts out good and takes a turn for the worse. We don't, we don't know. We never know at this land what's going to happen. Folks, let's welcome up another guy who's a big star. He's come to Chicago, but he didn't start here in Chicago, but he's a nationally recognized slammer poet. He's a big champion, and he's up there getting his big degree at Northwestern University, going to be a big doctor of English or something, I don't know. So welcome up Javon, everyone, Javon. Come on up here, Javon. Um, here we go, you ready? I drank holy water last night. And as it spilled from your lips, I sipped slowly and it tasted as if I swallowed a book of love poems that was written for us long before we were ever born. See, when God introduced our mothers to our fathers, they wrote the preface to a 20-volume suicide note. Love killed itself so that we could find one another decades later in heaven but you. You never dreamt that there would be that day when we would whisper scripture carefully crafted to sound like love moans in one another's ears. And though I don't read poems, there are moments when I hold your hand and it feels like forever with you. You make me long for your djembe lullabies. The heartbeat of your warm bare hands lay bass lines for Harlem blues. You breathe history. If you were alive in 1851, Sojourner Truth would have handed out your picture. Aren't you a woman, brown-skinned, bruised, beautiful? You have the kind of energy that reminds me that God truly exists. Your hair slow dances with angels, offbeat to fast-paced music, and you smile like you have heaven hidden underneath your tongue. It is no wonder then 
the first time I ever prayed to God for God was when I heard you speak. You, Europa goddess, swept me off my feet like wild wind. You stay ready to do battle with words etched in the insides of your claws like lifelines. Use language as if you had an arrangement with Zora Neale Hurston. Make me understand how it feels to be colored me. I saw old heads look at you one day and I swear their eyes were watching God. You have fire in your voice as if you swallowed hell to pay for the color-struck sins of your lost loved ones. But this is not that you're an unearthly soul rhetoric. You are beautifully human, sculpted by divine hands to be made in our creator's image. You are gorgeously flawed. Wear skin thick like scarred tornadoes. You put up force fields, walk around strong as if you built mountains in a former life. But I know that you long for someone to hold you, that you can trust. I can hear it in the stroke of your pen. You carry your passion in your back pocket like old worn out leather wallets used often but very guarded.